Hey everybody, Economic Ninja here. I hope you're doing well. I want to bring you a, a video that's very interesting. Uh, not like I've done before, because it's about a past video, something that got stopped. And I want to explain it. And I've got to figure out how to choose my words correctly, because it was a warning video that came out exactly 30 days ago. And I'm ironically going to try something, because I have some, what I feel to be very serious warnings. And in that video, I had very serious warnings too. And that video went absolutely parabolic. It had gotten like 370,000 views in a matter of 72 hours. It is, it was rocketing. People were receiving the message, the warning very seriously. And now we're halfway to that time point that I wanted to, that I was talking about that video. So ironically, I'm going to use the same thumbnail and I'm going to try, I'm literally in the same room that I filmed it in. And I'm going to try and give you that warning, but there's some new warnings actually since then that are coming out that I'm seeing all over the news and I'm starting to get concerned. And it isn't, shouldn't alarm you. This should make us think, right? Um, I always say to people when they, um, you know, when they hear me say something, they'll go, oh my gosh, you know, uh, that's incredible. I said, well, don't just go off and do what I'm talking about, what I'm doing, test my words which means go and uh, find other sources. See if it res not only resonates inside of you, because a lot of people can confuse fear with uh, resonating like the truth, resonating them, right? Um, because we get fooled all of the time. But I believe that there's some very serious um, warnings that I wanna bring, and goodness, I forgot my notes, but I'm pretty sure I'm gonna remember it. Um, so let me start here by explaining what happened. And when that video took off, it literally was rocketing straight up. I'd never seen anything like it. And it literally stopped. I watched it and I went, that's weird. I've never seen anything like that. I went to some other uh, fellow uh, YouTubers and talked to them. And all of them, when they saw my analytics, just drop, drop. And they go, wow, someone doesn't want you to see that. So I would humbly ask you to please share this video anywhere you can. And the reason why is because... Every time we can help someone, and I know what it's like to try and help family and friends and warn them about these hard, crazy things that are coming on the earth, uh, and they roll their eyes, and you want them to help themselves because, one, honestly, you don't want to be the one constantly helping people, right? Because it's, you know, while you're, it's hard watching people go out there and blow their money while you're, you're preparing for hard times, and look, we're right here in the middle of it. It's starting right now, and it's going to get really worse, I believe coming into the first of this year, and it's gonna really hit a fever pitch in the fall. Um, but you also want people to help themselves because it will make the world a better place, right? So I've tried my hardest to uh, bring a positive message, like tell the truth, hey, this crap's really happening. Get ready for the inflation and fuel and food, all that kind of stuff, but then, hey, let's take, we're gonna take advantage of it, right? So um, I was talking with a grower, a, a farmer, and and this, I've got two warnings. This is the first one, okay? So I thank you for sharing the videos and getting it out there because what's been happening with the channel ever since that video came out has been nothing uh, less than uh, astonishing, let's put it that way. And so, again, I warned 30 days ago that we were gonna see fever pitch things happen in the fall. And I use the term, and I'm gonna I'm try and explain this without saying it, people outside getting upset because food is going to be not only expensive, but very difficult to find. And I don't mean that every store is gonna have everything missing. And, and I'll give you an example. In times of hyperinflation in other countries, we always saw the more expensive food still on the shelves and the cheap stuff gone off the shelves, 
right? And that's one form of hyperinflation because what happens is the food costs get so expensive for the higher end foods, they sit on the shelves and people are vying for the dollar store items and things like that, right? So I made this warning that I believe that things are coming that are gonna be so gnarly towards the end of fall but I gave this time frame really about the beginning of October that you're not going to want to be going to the grocery stores. You know, we're already seeing news stories of people getting robbed as they leave the grocery store, people stealing their food. And you're also seeing stories all over the place of uh, drills being drilled into uh, uh, fuel tanks underneath cars and stealing of gas, right? Because thieves, I think, are quite foolish and they always go for like what's on their mind. It just blows me away what happens and it's horrible, but I don't want that for you guys. So it's important to protect ourselves in so many different ways. But also one way to protect ourselves is not be part of the craziness, which means have your stuff at home, right? So the first, and I've got two warnings. So the first warning is this grower that I was speaking to and I was asking how things are going because now having this YouTube channel, I end up talking to people at the grocery store that work there about supply chain issues. I talk to farmers. I talk to anyone I can. And what they were saying was very interesting. And I talked to a couple people and they said, uh, what is happening that is very alarming is the growers that grow crops that they usually count on the rain to be able to, because it's one thing to have you know, the issues of the fertilizer and all that kind of stuff. What they're finding this last year, and it's not just California, it's all over the Midwest, where uh, farmers would grow a crop, let's say wheat and corn, and they, are finding that there was not enough rain to sustain the crop. And what's happening is the crop is dying or burning. They say that's one issue. The other issue is that the electricity cost to pump in the water, to if they need to pump water in, is too expensive. But then the last thing they said was the, uh, the cost of the, um, the gasolines also, uh, the diesel is adding to all those costs. And what's happening is they're finding that they can't because they already have these set contracts that they had done, they're set up to where it's essentially set up for failure. They don't have the money to be able to, to bring that crop to market. It's just becoming so expensive. So they're letting a lot of these crops fail. And a lot of crops that the farmers are not letting fail, they're burning. And so it's not yielding a good enough fruit. All right. Hope you follow which direction I'm going with this. So I'm trying to, pre I'm trying to prepare people to, to go and buy food now and go and buy you know, your preparations now because now we are halfway through the summer looking into the end of September. And I'm telling you, I do not believe that the end of September is going to be rosy, all right? There's gonna be a lot of opportunities and we're gonna take advantage of them, but I, I wanna make sure people understand that it's not gonna be rosy. Now, the second uh, warning, and I believe this is even more serious than the food actually, because you can, you can go without food for a certain amount of time, but you cannot go without water. Now, I've been researching water uh, shortages or uh, things like that. You know, everybody's been talking about Lake Mead and all that kind of stuff and the Colorado River. But I've been, uh, if you Google toxic water or um, wa poison in the water, you know, obviously I did a story about the EPA and all that kind of stuff, but it's deeper than that. There's, I keep feeling that down the road in the next year or two, we're going to see some events where on a wide scale, you're going to find out that your water source is tainted, let's say. Okay. Now I'm going to, I've got a story that I'm going to link below and I'm just going to go over it for just a second, but I'm going to explain it. And I did a video a while back about that water filtration system that I've got. And a lot of companies make these water filters that are for emergencies and where you dump water in the top, it just drips 
the gravity right through the filter and they're the kind of filters that are tested with third-party companies they not only take out you know uh, all these different diseases and toxins but it also takes out things like fluoride right and i absolutely love that and i told the story of how and i'll link that uh video again at the end of this one right to show you uh you know how i installed one of these water filters underneath my sink that goes to my refrigerator line my my ice and then one to my tap right well the emergency one we ended up loving it so much we stopped using our ro because we found out that the ro unit literally for every one gallon of ro water you have you've burned three gallons at least on my my system was so we stopped using that and we started using this because it tasted so much better it was remarkable how much better it tasted and if anybody's bought this filter and used it please comment below because i think this is important now here's the story toxic algae blooms are driving up water costs in the great lakes now I've seen other stories recently, like in Illinois and other places, Illinois, I always say that, Illinois, and other places around the country, we all know about Flint, Michigan, where the water system was tainted, either the type of pipes they're using or some plastics they're using or something like that. Something turned the water poisonous, right? And bad for our bodies. That was a man-made stuff. Now, this is something that's very interesting. And because you're seeing all of this, uh, I, don't, I don't buy into the climate change. I'm, I, I, I understand climate cycles. Right? And we are at the top of a, a massive 400 year cycle. And so it's at top of the warming and then we're going into a deep freeze, right? Well, with that being said, Mother Nature's doing some things to water that's interesting as well too. So check this out. Toxic algal bloom, uh, blooms are driving up water costs in the Great Lakes. In Toledo, Ohio, monitoring and treatment, treating algae contaminated water from Lake Erie costs $100 per family per year. Right now, that's talking about the economic side, but let's look down here. Um, it says right here. Now, this is a new story. You'll see it below, but this is referring to something that happened in 2014. It says on August 2nd, 2014, the residents of Toledo, Ohio, a port city on the shores of Lake Erie, woke up without clean water. Testing had detected elevated levels of microcystin, a potent liver toxin and possible human carcinogen, right? And this was in the city's uh, drinking supply. Now, what's really interesting is, was it PFAS, the, the type of plastics or the poison that's in um, uh, water, it's been detected from certain substances, right? Um, when that was detected first on, it wasn't widely known or the test wasn't available, things like that. It wasn't until different cities started getting the testing kits and started testing for this stuff and go, oh my gosh, this stuff's gnarly, right? And I can't seem to, to shake this feeling that I see more and more of these different tests happening and people starting to understand, whoa, we're starting to see there is something in the water here, there's something bad, or there's radiation over here and all that kind of stuff. And so this story talks about how 110 people got sick, experiencing headaches, chest tightness, muscle weakness, nausea, things like that, right? And what's really interesting to me is here we're in a time where the world was completely shut down for darn near two years, right? The economy's having a hard time starting. It's actually causing a crash. Um, people are confused. They don't know which way to go. We've seen amazing supply chain crisis all around the world. And here we're talking about something that our bodies cannot live without, and that's fresh, clean water, right? And we know that we're not 
at our best if we don't have the best things in our body. Trust me, I know that. Like I'm going through that right now and on a journey of trying to get kick bad habits. But one of the things I have done that's worked for me is I bought the water filters or I at least figure out a plan that if a story like this broke in my state or my area, I'd already know what to do. I would just go into my garage, grab my water filter. I mean, I already actually have one under my sink, but I would actually be set up to where I could double filter it too. Run it from my tap into my secondary filter and really feel a lot safer about what I'm drinking. Have water bottles that I, I carry around town kind of situation, right? Because when, and I can't seem to shake this feeling. And again, this isn't to like scare people, but just to think about one thing that you could be ready. I see people literally when they have food storage at their house, they've shown me and they've got like pallets, not pallets, but like cases of like drinking water or jugs of drinking water. And I'm like, why wouldn't you just figure out a way to filter the water? Because all that plastic stuff, it's just getting bad. I mean, you could taste it obviously after it gets warm, you know something's wrong with the water when you can taste it, right? And people just seem to forget about that one thing is, is like, oh, I need to secure like a way to filter my water. But in the case of my family, we use that water filter for, I wanna say like close to 11 years until we moved. And when we did our last remodel, our home, the company, and you'll see it in the link below, check out that link. They have like an on, or check out the video because you'll see I installed it and it was super clean install of just a demand filter. And I'm gonna actually, I, it's due to be changed out. We change them out every six uh, months to uh, eight months, depending on the amount of gallons we use. And it's easy to drop the filter, put in a new one or the casing and throw it back up there. Even as a pressure relief uh, uh, system, I love it. Um, but we ended up using that first filter forever because it just tasted so much better. And that's a really big sign. You know, when I got back from Puerto Rico, I was absolutely floored at how amazing the water tastes. It was amazing. Everywhere we went, we're like, this water tastes amazing. Until one restaurant, it didn't. And it was like, you'd have spent a week down there and tasting good water and then you knew. But there's a lot of people that I believe like in Flint, Michigan that are drinking water that they don't realize there's something wrong with it. Because you're dealing with old cities with old lead pipes or, or old pipes, steel piping, clay piping. There's years of grime in them. And you think about it and you're like, what's filtering that water? There's sediment filters, but cities don't pay money to do silver impregnated filters that take out pH. As a matter of fact, they're putting pH in it. And pH is known as a toxin. It slowly slows you down. And I honestly think that there are wealthy people in this world that already know all this stuff and they're, they're taking that stuff out of their water. So I just want to give you this warning. And again, to sum it up with what happened with that video, I'm trying to figure out the magic key because the more people that we can warn about this and get ready, especially like in your own town, you know, can you imagine you live in a town where 80% of the people are prepared. And then when calamity strikes or great depression strikes, there's just 20% of the people that you need to help that didn't get it or didn't get the warning or they just didn't care. But you don't have civil unrest and people running around and hurting each other because they can't feed themselves. You know, so that's why we should share all these videos. And if you, you share one of my videos and it's me talking, um, you know, I can't, I can't get over how many people they have shared the videos and they said that their family or friends all of a sudden picked up or lately I've been meeting sons and daughters. And that is amazing. Sons and daughters that are young, like early 30s, early 20s, that are listening to this channel because their parents or their uncle or aunt shared the video with them and they're like, dude, I'm watching it now.
I was like, I, I don't, I can't explain it. I know it's a miracle, but um, I want to keep getting these warnings out, but I've, I've got to play in the sandbox. You know, we've got all these other different channels we're on, Rumble and all kinds of other stuff, right? But it's like, you got to go where the masses are and try as hard as you can to get the word out because I am concerned this, this fall, there's going to be some, a lot of stuff going on. And you're already seeing world leaders walking away. I think we've lost, what, four or five world leaders, prime ministers or presidents in the last uh, week and a half to say that this is a strange July. Strange July is an understatement. All right, guys, I thank you so much for watching. Thank you for sharing this. And I believe, I'm going to declare this, that this video, this warning video is getting out to the right people. I claim that. I know it is. Because the warnings are going to be said, the right people are going to heed the warnings, and they're going to be blessed because of it. All right, guys, that being said, the Economic Ninja is out.